It's the Behind the Dish Podcast with John Buck. Live. We're live. What's up? How are you? What's up in the U.S., buddy? Oh, man. It's been a so long where, time. So we got my <laughs> my buddy, uh, Martin Borgmeier, who is a is my my friend across the water, who I met in Long Drive. Um, periodically, I bring in a Long Drive guy in here who is a good friend who, who like, just like in baseball, you want to surround yourself around the batting cage or hitters that you want to be like or emulate their game because of their work ethic, how they analyze the game, the swing, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. This is one of them. One, because I like being around him, his energy he brings. Like, you're you're awesome. On one of the tournaments, I did my best. I was hanging out with you beforehand. We went out and I did some charity hits, and I visualized with you and Ryan Respect. So I want to get into that. You know what I'm talking about, right? When it was just oh, yeah, us absolutely. on the grid. Yeah, I want to talk about that. What I experienced there and stuff. But first, to start off, right? Since the last time I talked to you, we were talking about how I was gonna, you know. I think there's an event here in Salt Lake and I've been teasing you about us or whatever that respects putting on. And I told him if I'm available, yeah. I'm here, I'm entering that. So you, you know how I am with the USA flag because we're both prideful for where we live and a couple of the other guys from, um, so who, who are the other fellas that, uh, Tate, the other guys that where you're from right around your area. Well, actually, they're not. So, I mean, kind of, kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of your, the guys that who, because a group of you are there overseas, I guess, guys from overseas, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. To come over. Uh, you're kind of in that group. You kind of, you're with that group that comes over, always competes in our events, is how I kind of yeah, met true. you. Yeah, and, that's true. There's Jordan Brooks, James Tate, Joe Miller, these guys. Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like when I was here, I was like, all right, these are like my Dominicans, Venezuelans. And, and we had some Canadian mixed in there, but they, they circulate with us, right. Us Americans in the, in the world long drive stuff. But uh, how, how did he, how'd you get started in world long drive over there is when I first wanted to, you know, kind of create and maybe some of your fitness background stuff. Um but I, I want to bring something into brag real quick. I got a bag from Bobby when I went over to Mexico. Yeah, so, just <laughs> whatever he's getting now. Can I see that? There we go, John Buck. John, yeah, John Buck. And then down here at the bottom, USA Team, Team USA. Long there we go. Yeah. Team Long Drive USA. There we go. Yeah, there we got. Here you go. Right here. Very proud to be part of this. What you know? Oh, that's from the one one stop power shop. Yeah, obviously. That's so awesome. <laughs> I, I love then, it. Then swagged it out here. This is I, this is, it felt like my Caddyshack bag. Like if I could have like a <laughs> like a some wine glasses pop out here, stereos pop out here, maybe like some snacks that would pop out right here. And of course, some protein shakes on the side. Yeah, well, that's what the Buck Athletics is for. You oh, there we it, go. And it, it, it's like a shaker bottle. We can just do a deal with Ninja, you know, and it all pops yeah. out protein. You get your – so. <laughs> also, too, we'll talk – I'll leave this here. Kind of put this here. 
Uh, could that USA team, I don't know how we'll put that. Which way? Go power shot. We'll represent. Yeah, the one's the power shot. There we go. I do have my backs in the background too, so that fits quite nicely. Maybe we could talk. Maybe we kind of talk sponsorship (laughs) and stuff for long drivers because I know that's kind of a a thing for you guys. So, um, uh, dude, explain. Do your thing. That's kind of where the uh, we talked about before. Explain how you got into long drive, and we'll just start nerding out, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's been crazy because I've I've promised myself like half a year ago that I never explain the whole story or tell the whole story again on any podcast because it's so boring and take like, it takes like 30 minutes, right? Yeah, where you started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the long story short is I've always hit a long ball, right? I started yeah. playing golf when I was nine, then had a, well, sh- short or more like a long break when I was a teenager, when I yeah, had my first girlfriend and my first motorcycle, right? So... I had a break for like six years, was playing basketball. And that mixture in the end, right, that mixture between uh, basketball and the fitness stuff I was doing when I was playing basketball, because seriously, I I was Mm. not playing basketball as a kid. So I was lacking a lot of technique, right? I had my three to four or five moves maybe in the paint, right? And that's about it. So I had to do something about it. And that was, yeah, getting fitter, uh, working on my physique, getting more physical, right? Yeah, exactly. It's been all physical. So, and that mix in the end. So, the technique from the old days in golf plus the new physique or the, the strength actually worked out quite quite nicely, right? And I I was I started to play golf again when I was uh, when I started my first job in IT, right? I was I was working as a salesman, so uh, I was playing golf with some customers and colleagues and my boss and so whatever. When I was uh, when I felt like I needed a race, right? I invited him for. <laughs> for a round of golf yeah 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 <laughs> and, and then tighten the swing up a little bit yeah, maybe exactly. win a tournament get them some new shoes yeah it's <laughs> hey us long drivers we know our value in the world like hey you need a, a couple of, like you want a new putter or whatever let me get it for you hey about that <laughs> race we were talking about <laughs> yeah exactly but at that point i wasn't even a long driver i didn't even know what long drive was right yeah i, I had no clue and these guys uh, the friends i've made at that local golf uh, golf course they actually registered me for an event that took place in germany for the first time like the german long drive championship and uh, told me like Martin seriously you have to play that because you're so long but I did that's know, that's right? that's knows. that's how I got into it too yeah it, there we go. I think that the reason I wanted to ask is because what interests me what got me to like gravitated to you was your fitness right the yeah. other one that I, I loved being around was Chloe who was a world champion that took yeah. it was so prepared and knew that she had to wait till um what's her name big Polynesian girl What's her name? Um, the tall, tall uh, Phyllis Paul. Maddie. Phyllis Maddie. Yeah, dude, she's so unbelievably good. Her form is good. Her mechanics are good. She had to be prepared and physically ready to wear And then as soon as she made a mistake, take advantage of that one. She, Her mental persona, that you and her represent that one with your discipline, with your diets and your regimen. That's what I needed when I left the game because I left and I was like stagnant. And I wanted to be yeah. around you. And that's kind of why I said, don't take me to the, the long story. I knew it was, yeah. phys- I knew it was a physical <laughs> yeah. thing where, where me and you related. Uh, and that's how Josh Cassidy is explosive athlete jumping, True. being physical, yeah. 
being physical can be able to be connected to the ground as a big human hits you and still jump and be vertical. Those muscles play on being able to compress with the ground and do that. And that's kind of the stuff I wanted to nerd out on. You know, like you said, we have this ability to just hit the ball far, whatever it is, biokinetically, our bodies do it. What are things, lifts or things that you like to do? I have some like a whip stick and some things. What are things that you like to do? that get your body ready that when you consciously like, all right, I'm training for this, that any old Tom, Dick and Harry can start to exercise and move and have flexibility in that area. What would you, for a physical guy that wants more yardage, what are some simple things you can do in your routine that would be simple that would gain flexibility and strength? So actually when I'm looking at my routine right now, it's not too much of, there's not too much of a difference to what I was doing when I was playing basketball. Okay. Because it's like still 80% the same. I believe functionally the moving the body, right? Exactly. Exactly. That power move when you, when you try to dunk a ball, right? That's more or less a golf swing, especially when it's rotational, right? It's almost the same move. So uh, I'm still doing the basic lifts, right? That's the most important part to do, to consistently do that and then throw in some uh, jump elements, some sprint elements here and there. Right. But uh, when I, when I was, when I was talking to a yeah fairly competitive guy, a fitness nut maybe, that's already pretty strong in the gym, I would focus on the very easy bits in the golf swing because most guys that I see have so many power leaks in their swing mm-hmm. that that's probably the easiest part to fix, right? I'm always saying like when you're when you're getting strong in the gym, that might be the next 10 or, or 20 or whatever percent, but uh, you need to do 80% of the work um, on your golf swing. On translating, without, translating the yeah, power. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Without proper technique, you can be as strong as you want. You won't hit the ball, you won't hit the ball far, right? I always imagine a bodybuilder with very poor technique and imagine he would swing to, uh, onto a golf ball, right? Or, or try to smash a golf ball. Yeah, see, so I think with poor technique, it's not going to go far. Correct. And I think that was one of the things that I think that I could see me because our swing speeds were the same. Your smash factor to be able to control that, yours, Ryan's, Holiday's, I could see that, right? Compared to mine, which was kind of all over the face of the mat, you know, on the club. Yeah. Generating speeds, one piece of the puddle, like you're saying. I can do it, and but then narrow it down to a well-defined zone on the face of the club and then come in at four degrees angle with two degrees closed face to get that proper Bosian roll draw from the Callaway, <laughs> you know, just that. I mean, the mad scientist talking to Bobby Peterson, one stop power shot. Yeah, it, sure. it's, to that a science you know and i so i think what i you know to kind of articulate what drew me to you was those attention to details you look at you and you're like man he's a powerlifting guy but if you watch you take those powerlifting moves then i also have seen you do the finer things in your swings and also with your flexibility and your lifts in the gym as you get ready to swing and do your stuff and then do your swing work which i would see with the whip and then once we go onto the grid and then working with your seven, eight iron, those type of things. How do you trans, which lift do you translate into your swing? And what are those finer things, whether it's off a pulley machine, whatever you may do that you like to do or throughout the season too, you know, maybe not heavy lift during the season. What do you, what are those? And then what are the, 
maybe some of your swing habits to create powerful swing? Yeah, that's probably a topic I could talk an hour about, right? It's, that's why I wanted to nerd out with you. <laughs> that's that's a lot. I mean, th th that one move that probably translates the most to my golf swing at the moment is plyometric jumps, right? Yeah. Depth jumps and just jumping on something, right? That's that's awesome because we're, right now what I try to refine in my swing is using the ground better. And that is so comparable to the golf swing because it's not about, and that was really eye-opening for me, right? In the golf swing, everybody talks about the squat and the rotation and, and how deep the squat is and then how much you jump up and so on and so forth. But it's actually not about how deep you squat in the golf swing, but how quickly, right? It's exactly the same when you try okay. to jump up somewhere, right? It's not about how deep you squat. You could squat as deep as you wanted to, right? You won't jump higher than someone who actually tries to use the ground as a trampoline, right? Because boom, you bounce in there and, and right. jump up again. You use the ground, right? That's exactly the same that I'm using right now in the golf swing. And sometimes I try to prime myself by utilizing those and then get into speed training, right? Because when I'm doing speed training, everybody talks about speed sticks and that's about it, right? Yeah. It's a tiny part you can utilize, right? Yeah, there's so much more. There's impact drills, right? There's just going all out with maximum intent and different techniques. But when I'm talking about these things, I always try to try to make people utilize their power sources when they do speed training, right? That number one power source you define for yourself might be rotational, might be vertical, whatever. For me, it's vertical, right? And I, when I'm train, trying to train for speed, I try to utilize as many of those as possible. And that, that comes with, lift, uh, with jumping. But regarding the lifts during the off season, it's a little bit different, right? It depends on how I prepare for certain tournaments. What's been really eye-opening for me because everybody's obsessed uh, by that one interview that Kyle gave, right? To yeah. I believe it was long, long Drive TV, right? And he was talking about his preparation for the World Championship, and I believe he was talking through the days, like on day one I hit so many balls, on day two so and so on and so forth. He he was going through that and how he was preparing with Bobby for the World Championship. Uh, and I got to which, and I got to watch that, and I so so yeah, I watched it. <laughs> and, did, right? and, and that's when I was like, as we were preparing, I'm like doing my thing, trying to figure out my golf swing and long drive because I got power, I got speed. I'm watching him and how on it, like on a different unicorn level, and what him doing that, and I'm like. There's no chance. Like, <laughs> I, here's my second professional sport that I have to look in the eye and said, I need to retire now. This one, unfortunately, <laughs> happened a little quicker, but I got to – that's what Kyle Berkshire did to me, watching him in these yeah. workouts. Because – and, and you, the, you the same. You the same watching you guys do that. And, and to move the club, what I know how I'm trying – I was a professional rotational hitting athlete. And then yeah. to, to, to where you and Kyle were able to move like that. And to, so who has it? Is it you or Kyle that has a record right now? For, I do. Oh. 231.9, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you can see why I'm competitive trying to bring in the USA. <laughs> Inside the clubhouse here, it's a very fun banter. I don't care if we're – we were at – what was that where we were on that golf machine and we, me and you were going at it? It didn't matter. Like oh, you're like, yeah, but I'm hitting flip flops, and I was like, well, I'll take my damn shoes off and I'll hit you. We were hitting just a seven iron. It was uh, was it New Jersey? No, was that in Rochester? 
And my bad. It, wasn't Ross it was right just there. a little, a little yeah. inside the clubhouse or a putt. And then we went over yeah. the putting green, and where they have the lighting system where it shows you the track to help you read the green. Yeah. So we went around. That was in Rochester. Yeah, yeah, that was in Rochester. So we get yeah, we, we cool. it's a uh, it's something that you know in my mind, it's very good. Like I, I it's like I I I crave that. You know, around the clubhouse with the guys, something very healthy that I mean, playing ping pong in Cleveland. That's what I would associate yeah. that with, you know, that competitiveness, but having fun and, and realizing because I, I feel like it made it recall the next day when we we're competing. You know, I, I could feel that. Was that the same day the next day me and you went the next day? That may be I one. believe so. Yeah, dude. You I know, it's so. so funny. We were talking about how I wanted to talk about beforehand how it helped me kind of get locked in. I didn't even think that we were doing this beforehand, this competitive, that's all healthy healthy thing. See, and this is kind of my routines on my pregame, in-game, post-game. And I routinely, I didn't, you know, of course I figured I was probably doing something, but this is where it kind of always, I was having zone moments with you beforehand, just enjoying why I'm there, clubhouse. Next next day we went out and I did a charity hit. I came early and hit where I, so all of a sudden I could hit a couple extra balls before I hit in the grid that night. You and Ryan Respect came and I did it. And, and you guys came and helped me work on the grid and see it and do it. And the visualization of an at-bat or a grid work it was like I was doing it the same way I would, but you guys were doing giving me the golf information I would use in like an at bat, and it was where I went more prepared into that tournament than I ever have, or I felt like I was I was able to compete with you guys because it, you know I finally had put a swing together, could compete, I had the draw, I could could do the cut, I'd see where you guys were hitting. I'm like, oh, okay, hell, I'm hitting it over in this hot spot, you know, are <laughs> you and you and. Uh, Berkshire getting his ball to kick down the fairway off this one slope. I'm like, oh, these cheating bastards. If you're not cheating, you're not trying in every sport, apparently. So I, I see them hitting it. So I'm like, oh, they're hitting the ball to a well-defined zone. Um, when did that part of that game come long drive part of you? Because that it was it was huge for me. And then, like I said, the energy and the stuff you put into it. It was I was vibing with you that day. Uh, do you because you you create an energy around the grid that affects everybody you hit with because you liked hitting with you because you just brought that energy out of everybody. I feel like long drives kind of that. That's this is why um, I'm spaces name world champion black Joe Miller, Jeff no, black. black. No, the black fella. Moise um, Allen. Thank you. Yeah, which, gosh, he can swing it too. He's another one that puts the ball in the kisser every single time, right? And his shoes are sick. He's swaggle. Like, <laughs> That's true, yeah. It, it, there They're is always nobody, nobody on tour has better game than him. It's just like <laughs> nobody. Like, you look like suave sexy with a cool beard, like modern-day women like you. Tight pants. Tight pants. Like, you know, are those golf balls in his pocket or are they those his golf balls? You know, you like to leave it on, like, on the limb. You like to keep people guessing. <laughs> That's true. He, he's, he, no, and he's just loud. Here I come. Check out my, my Mickey Mouse shoes that are bright. I'm about to hit a ball past you. What, when did you start playing the game like that and then also letting your energy and your personality? Because I think it's a tool. I know you know it's a tool. And how do you use it? When did that become part of your game? Yeah, actually, so it started off in Europe when when I was competing on the tour. 
professionally for the first time. I was actually trying that year and I was, I was testing if I'm competitive on that level. Right. And then it turned out that I won Europe in the end. So I won the order of merit and that uh, tour is actually, it's more common to be emotional, right. And to shout after balls and all these kinds of things than in the U S. So what I've, what I've seen is I, I would say, it's unusual when you're calm on the tee box in Europe, right? Uh, it's been unusual in, in the U.S. It's been unusual when you're yelling after every single ball. And the first time I realized that was actually in China when we've been to the Eigens event, which was a shit show, but that's a different story. But I have so many good memories <laughs> uh, on that trip because it's, it, it, we've, we've been, well, um, we, we got there. And we were facing a shit show. So everything, the whole circle was actually being strengthened, right? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like... Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I it, think that's been, why... It's been us. It's been us against the organizer, right? And they were putting on a shit show. So, uh, and and we, we actually reacted to that by creating our own event, basically um, guided by Lance Reader and all these guys, right? And in the end, it turned out to be just a, a funny tournament because you've seen the cultural differences, right? Mm -hmm. you've, yeah. seen, you've seen the Americans that simply did a thing, right? Then you saw the South Koreans that were yelling after every single ball and it didn't matter where it went, right? Every single ball. Ah. That, that kind, exactly. That, that kind of was contagious because um, it actually... Well, I was I was hitting my boss and I wasn't hitting it badly, right? I was I, I I think I won the round robin in the very beginning, which was a good tournament for me. And then is that the one uh, you guys were up on the stage? No, oh. it was not a stage. It was it was on the on the ground on grass actually, okay. right? But that kind of then for the very first time because I was hitting it so well, I just uh, let the emotions come in, right? It, I was yelling after every single ball, even even the OB ones, right? Because somehow. I wanted to confront the South Koreans as well. And it was simply fun, right? Yeah. And it turned out that in the end, then when I when I was uh, making the transition to competing on the World Long Drive Tour in 2019, it, it just happened, right? It was part of it was part of my game. I, I don't you I, screaming I, in I that yellow the yellow banana jersey, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was, <laughs> That's what I see. I was because I because I hit the ball. <laughs> I hit the ball and I was like, oh, I got that one. And then you hit it. And I saw you like jumping up in front of me going, yeah, in this yellow jersey, which became like infamous. And I'm like, oh, great. That was, I hit my ball knowing that he like basically won this one tournament. The the big, you know, the banana shirt you were wearing? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, in that one round, I could have got, but you, you, you squished my dreams in that round. <laughs> You made it so no points for you, John, in that round because you. <laughs> that, that was such a fun event because in Tennessee it was so warm, right? Yeah, yeah. And the conditions were actually perfect to swing as fast as you could, yeah. right? And that's also, I, I believe that was also the event Kyle hit the fastest ball. Yes, yes. Then, right? Down the left side, down the left side, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And he and he made it on TV. That was so awesome. That was also that's good for the sport. Yeah, exactly. To also go faster, right? And that's actually how I was preparing for the twenty twenty season, which eventually didn't happen. But yeah. that's a completely different story because I don't know if you knew, but in in November after uh, Worlds, right after twenty nineteen Worlds. I was uh, away for six weeks on a uh, on a production of a TV show. I, I right? did see it. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So I I got back and I weighed like twelve kilos less than I right. uh, than I had at Worlds, right? Because I was in Argentina. It was bad food, if any, right? I couldn't I couldn't work out. I didn't swing for six weeks, right? It was so long drive. Why? See, I think I think it was a life experience. It, it was. It was so awesome because you were actually inside a game, right? Yeah. Because we were playing the game that was yeah. being filmed. And yeah. we didn't know what's, what's going to happen actually next hour, right? It's, it's been That's so fun. awesome. It's all been a, an amazing game. Just like, I don't know if you know Challenge MTV, the, the Challenge yeah, MTV. Yeah, yeah, my wife loves yeah, that, that was more. Yeah, exactly. That was more or less something like that, right? It was different yeah. challenges, and, and but that's a different story. But in essence, I got back 12 kilos less. And the first ball I hit, right, on, on my first day, and I was trying to go as fast as I could, the fastest but, ball. But, but before, 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 yeah. before we go on to how awesome you are, because I know where this is going, because I know the history you of don't. this. I you do, don't. You don't. I, I, but, but what's your little model pictures before while you're going through? I saw some of these model pictures from your TV show. You look strikingly yeah. handsome. You look strike. I don't want to go past this without, because I know that you put some care and effort and some, you probably took some acting classes because I know how you are. If you're going to do it, you're going to do the best. Your beard was perfect. I, I noticed. I know. I want you to know that I noticed. All right. Okay. Carry on about your swing. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> you did some, you did some good observations there. Absolutely. You know, on, that. you yeah. know who I am. You know who I am. <laughs> I'm observing. That was actually spot on. So actually, what I did is, I, I didn't know, to be honest with you, and to go deeper into this, I didn't know what kind of show we're about to shoot yeah, okay. until two days before I left. Really? Because it's been a secret, right? Seriously, yeah. I knew kind of what it was about, but I didn't know the whole Did you story, think it was, was right? it a golf one or like a No, no, no. Survivor? I, I knew, that it, wasn't, I, I knew okay. that it was an adventure, right? And I knew that there were no cams when I'm asleep and when I'm on the toilet, right? That, would, okay. that was everything I knew, kind of. And that was important to me, right? Because I want to get some proper sleep, right? <laughs> but um, when I knew two days before that, I checked the whole internet if there was any any shows like that before, and I found some um, Dutch ones from the Netherlands. And I downloaded all of these on YouTube, and I watched the whole show in Dutch, a language I obviously do not understand, right? Yeah. On the plane to Argentina. But you all have a you have you have there. a gift. If, but let's I want to point out that you have a, a definite gift of. Uh, uh, with language how many how many languages do you speak uh, actually actually three three yeah uh, so uh, so when you're saying that four. again like i said before we start going when we fluff in our pillow how amazing you are because i said i want to be around you you're one of those humans that you want to be around um because you, you do so many amazing things so you okay you picked up this other language sorry when i interrupted you in dutch I 
I well, kinda right. I mean, it's it's very it's a language. It's very it's very close to German. Could you right? kind of pay? You could, so it's, okay. You can you could decide. I I, kind, I I I didn't understand every single word, obviously, but I got the sense of what they were doing, right? Okay. And I I just I simply watched the show, uh, to see what it was all about and if I could uh, learn something about it, right? Or I, I was studying how how they had their strategies and how everything was set up. Right. And uh, that kind of helped me in the end because I knew how people play that game. Right. That that kind of helped to strategize. But um, yeah, eventually the, the and eventually I, I turned out to be the winner of the show. But that's, that's a different story. I, I want to stop talking about how amazing I am. Right. No, I, I, um, uh, you, you see, I'll give I'll give bits of humbleness. <laughs> No, there'll be bits. I, that's, but the funny thing is, is I know you go, you're going a hundred miles an hour, right? But that's also why I liked being around you, right? Because you play mentally, you play the game and you can lock in and you're, you're good around socially around people. You're infectiously affect people very positively. And I, and I know, and I kind of watched down, you know, through your social media, through my limited knowledge of, of, what you're saying and you did a good job kind of because I think you knew you had so many f fans and friends over here in the States that we were kind of watching and following you on some of that is you're the way you're to be able to relate with people and have fun and, and, and read people. I think it was a strength in that. And I think that's your strength around <laughs> the, the grid box. Right. And I think it's a strength in your game, which made me gravitate towards because you're, you're self-disciplined with it and you're, you're, you're very good to where you'll check your ego. If you need to work on something, you will, whether it be personality or swing or whatever, I've been around you. It's who you are. It's more than just your approach as a long driver and it's affectious to be around. And I think that's why you are successful at a lot of things you touch and do because you go full on, you burn the boats. You know, and you do it fun and you're infectious. You burn the boats and you dive in. And I think that's why you are. You know, I tell you something. I, I simply hate losing because of a, a reason that is myself, right? I don't, I don't want to be the reason for losing, right? I want to have done everything possible to win. And if it doesn't turn out great, that's okay. But if it was me, right, I better work harder next time. And that's that I experienced that a lot of times, right, especially when I was playing my first European tour event. And uh, I was sim I was shit because I, I couldn't handle the situation of match play. Right, because I've never been there before. Yeah. And I had to do something about it. And then I started visualizing, I started simulating a match play at the driving range, right, picking six balls, pick a grid, play through it, set a timer, and all these kinds of things, right? And whenever I, I make a mistake or I fail, I try to do everything I can to, to do it better, right? And well, if, if Ryan Riesbeck in Tennessee then hits a better ball than I do, then that's okay, right? But I've done everything possible. And well, that's actually how I approach everything and that, well, kind of puts a lot and, of and, and let me, away and, from me, actually. And, 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 I, and, and to put his money where his mouth is and, and – I'm tooting your horn again, but I think this is, this is a tooting more, I think where people appreciate. And I think all the other long drivers who are around, and this is where I felt like I was around the cage. You're competing with me. You're literally helping me visualize the grid, giving me things. Me and you got to hit that night. And I qualified kind of one that moved on that night, even though you shattered my dreams in the one 
one round, <laughs> you know, making it into a TV round later that evening, but you helped me get into the qualifier, right? One away from being in the big show on TV, my furthest one. And some of that stuff, you were literally helping me. And I, and, and I remember you're like, dude, if, if I make you better, you, you know, I get better. You know, but and I, I and I was like, I I, that's how I felt around the clubhouse, and I was like, this is why I love this atmosphere, because if I yeah. make him better, it just it's so healthy. That's why I love the you hands know, crisis. I know I'm going to get in. It's so worth it because of that that camaraderie, that working through n- stuff. Not everybody out there likes that, by the way. Yeah, so I've had because on on my on my social media, I was I was sharing a bunch of things right lately, especially on. On long drive, uh, trying to keep it educational, right? Because I, I've learned and studied so many things, and I, I just just try to give back to the community, right? To give back to people that want to try long drive and give them a a shortcut, actually, right? To to study it and know what to look at. And I had a, I, I was trying to. That was the very first thing I did. So I was trying to find everything possible on the internet about long drive, and there's not too much. Yeah. Right. And I, I was so I was doing this myself and I was posting a bit about technique and here and there. And all of a sudden I got texts from people from the US that didn't yeah. really like that. Right. Like Martin, seriously, I got texts like, um, do you think it's a good idea to give away these secrets? Right. I got texts like those. Right. And I, Tiger never revealed his secrets and so on and so forth. And I believe I mean, it's. It's just what I do, right? You still have to do the work yourself to apply it and practice it and so on and so forth. And also, you got to do the work. I cannot do the, the work for it, anyone, right? It's it, impossible. But yeah. I believe the sport of long drive and the community and everything is still small enough, right? So that everybody is going to grow together, right? And I, I believe it's, I hope that someday we play, um, well, for prize purses around millions of dollars right and then maybe when it's about that one event i would try to prepare on my own maybe i don't know probably not but at this point it's not the point in time to be selfish yeah yeah i agree i agree uh, if you're looking at whole of a, what long drive is where it could be and where it needs to go what needs to happen i agree wholeheartedly um i think it could be something fun a i i hesitate to say wwe type stuff why, why not uh, well see yeah exactly <laughs> please please have underwear on please have underwear on. please have underwear on oh i got i i, I want to post this to children's you know mental baseball swing site after this and martin's pulling his golf balls out <laughs> um let's see how 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 much to, time to, to get okay uh, i wanted to get back to that uh, part when i was coming back from argentina okay okay yeah please do so i i was i was i was coming back from argentina and uh, i was comfortably in the like too low 220s when i left right ball speed wise so i was pretty fast i was i was looking forward to the next season and my my plan was to kick Kyle off the throne, obviously, right? And become a world champion. That's what I was working for. 
Then when I was in Argentina uh, in week two, I was very, very sick. So I was puking and shitting like hell and not eating at all, right, for a, for a week. It was terrible and I was, we were still shooting, right? It was not like, hey guys, I'm sick, so I cannot show up today, sorry. No, I had to do it and we had to do uh, challenges. So very physical challenges too. So, uh, and one, one day actually I, I blacked out at the set, it was fun. It was not fun, but it was fun. And uh, well, looking back at it, and um, <laughs> I got back. I got back and um, hit my first balls. And that session, my fastest ball, like the best, was two twelve ball speed. So <laughs> the decent ones were two oh five. So I, I lost like fifteen to twenty miles per hour ball speed. Yeah. That was so crazy because I that after that session, seriously, I was like dude you either fight back or you quit this shit because it's it's been it's been such a setback right and then i was uh, the way, the I, way I, that i explain it so yeah the way, the way i explain it is like um because I, I i did a podcast with that fat to fit to fat guy right yeah. have you seen that where he gets he was no really i don't but trainer. now i want to watch it yeah so he's a real in shape trainer gets what yeah drew manning you look him up, Drew Manning. He'll come up, you YouTube him wherever. Um, so uh, he he's super fit, knows a whole lot about uh, uh, nutrition. Kind of uses his body experimental project. You would love him. You you would you really like his page and content he puts out. And basically, documents himself getting fat, coming back, and and how he identifies with his body. I talked with him some of that, but I I felt that way with being an athlete this identity with that hidden with his body or whatever but i also feel that way with my swing and competing because my swing speed because now i'm just playing golf I, I just know i've like i'll probably do some competitions but to really think i could go for the gold i'd be it's crushed you guys that you and you guys you guys that are really doing it to realize what it has to take and it's serious and how competitive and that makes me respect it and love the sport more is you guys crush those dreams real quick because seeing what it has to be done and knowing the time and dedication and sacrifice, um, oof, you guys moved the club quick and it was tough. Well, whatever sport you look at in, in the end, it looks easy. Right. And mm -hmm. nobody's <laughs> actually seen what, what kind of work is, is, is required. Right. And, uh, I decided uh, when, when I was coming back, I decided to go after it. Right. And give it a try because, at that point, I really had to make a decision. I had to make a decision if I want to try to do long drive professionally and make a living of it, or if I go back and look for a job or apply for jobs in whatever, like the corporate business, right? Because that's where I'm coming from. And at some point, you need to earn some money, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I, deci I decided to, to go down that path. So what I did is I built my cave that I have set up right here so I can practice whenever I want to, right? So I can do my desk work and I can basically jump back and forth between the desk and the sim. And that actually helped also to dive deeper into all these numbers, right? So um, really looking at the numbers game and what it's all about, test different equipment, because at the driving range, well, you can actually feel um, different equipments, but you can't really measure it, right? And that's what I got into. And then really 
Figure did the quarantine? Did quarantine help that? Taking advantage of quarantine oh, to fine tune that yeah. process? Okay. Yeah, def definitely. Actually, we're we're in lockdown for one and a half years now, or something, right? It's, I mean, for me, it doesn't make a difference because all I do is driving home, driving to my cave, driving home, driving and so on, right? But all the restaurants are closed, gyms are closed, everything's closed. I'm doing everything here. And yeah, that helped because what I really figured this year in 2020 was actually coincidence when I was uh, flying out to Bobby's, uh, not, not Bobby uh, Peterson's, but Bradley's, right? So that, I don't know if you knew that story, but in March, I was flying out to Turkey, which is a country in the southeast of Europe, right? And it's warm, right? In March, it's already warm. And in, in Munich, where I live, it's still cold. So I went there to actually uh, do my very last preps to fly over to the first event of uh, World Long Drive. And I got there, everything was fine. It was mid-March, I was striking it well. And uh, that night I saw that Donald Trump announced that borders will be closed on Friday at 11.59 PM and it was Wednesday. So I made a decision, I called my wife and I was like, I'm still here in Turkey, but um, seriously, those guys are shutting down the country. So I got better got to fly over there because they're having their events. Those events are on, right? They shut down the country and just proceed like normal. And I want to be there, right? And so I decided to book a ticket for the next day. So wow. I was flying into Charlotte. And throughout that flight, already, because there was like six events, I had a photo shoot with Callaway and, and different, like the World Long Drive events and some others, like the End of the Summer Invitational and so on. Those were all more or less all canceled in the meanwhile, throughout that flight, right? On the flight. And On the flight. I, I, yeah, I, I landed in Charlotte, uh, turned airplane mode off, and got like, uh, don't know, six texts and emails stating that all these different events are canceled. But I was in the US, all right? I was, I was in the US, I made it over. Everything seemed quite normal. So what do you do when you're in Charlotte on your own, right? And cool. there's maybe some or no events on. So what I did is, Driving I was race. flying down to, no, I was flying to Miami to see okay. Bobby. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So driving range. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, right. We went to, uh, to his, uh, indoor shop. Right. Okay. So actually that, that night I went to bed, got some rest and so on. But this whole trip, everything actually forced me to take two days off because I wasn't hitting balls for two days. Right. And, uh, that was the very first time I believe in a, actually since November for, for a four month stretch that I was not hitting balls for two days. Because I was I, here and there, I had the day off, right? But I was always working on something. So I was being forced to recover, kind of, uh, right? Yeah. Because uh, what, what still what, travel, what yeah. But, but yeah, still but not tor not torquing. <laughs> exactly, not torquing. Exactly. So um, the next day, we went to the shop to just hit some balls, and I was starting off. I was like, oh, you could I'm feel it. You back. just felt it. You just felt it. I, I I looked at the numbers. I was like, the fact the oh. fact that 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 Kyle always hits on that machine, did it did that juice you up more? Oh yeah, and I saw that live when he went to thirty point two. I saw that live, and I was okay. I was yeah, swinging yeah. it, and I was like, seriously, I'm I'm warming up, right? This is easy swings, and I'm already over two twenty. I was like, dude, I I I guess this is a hot day today. And I mean, at, you, so at that point, do you, you tell yeah, Bobby it, that or did he oh, pick I, up I, on I, it? Oh, I, I, I don't think I, I told him 
but he saw these numbers. I, I was just acting like normal. Yeah, just like high numbers. This is 227 to 20. It's just like normal. Yeah, it's okay. But because I was on my on my uh, GC2, like two weeks before that, I was already going 230. And nobody believed that, right? Because it yeah. was a GC2 and oh, you fake numbers. And so well, that's why, yeah. shit, that's, why, that's why I yeah. saw Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. That's why I asked, yeah, yeah. Since it was on exactly. that machine with Kyle. Or exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and then at some point, I I said like, "Hey, Bobby," and that's also in the video. I, I believe I I need like four minutes. Then we two, then we see two thirty down there, and it it took me I guess two twenty or something. So two minutes uh, twenty seconds, and then I hit this one ball because I knew uh, that that I'm gonna crush that ball. So I switched to a new ball and crushed it. And that actually, I mean, it was great to hit that record and it was terrible to be in the US and then to make a, a, a flight to Toronto, then to Amsterdam, then down to Munich to make it back, right? Because the, the world was fucked up already that day. But what that actually, what the, the takeaway for me was you gotta manage your recovery. And that was so eye-opening for me. I, and I structured everything that I did from then on completely different. And you always learn more about your body, right? And now I know that recovery is key. It's actually at some point, it's the most important thing. And to make that hot sessions count, because you cannot be fast every day. You got to have your hot sessions to push the boundaries in that session, yeah. right? <laughs> when you do not do that, when you try to be fast every day, you, you're setting yourself it's funny. a limit that is actually lower than what you're capable of. I, I did a podcast with, do you know, Tony Bosch? He, I don't. Do you, t t why would you? You're not, you're not a base, big baseball guy. We that's, don't even know what baseball is in Germany. That's, that's yeah. probably, that's, that's, I know what an inning is. That, <laughs> I, this is why I love him. This is why I love him. Comments like that. <laughs> but we... Uh, <laughs> Dude, I even forgot what I had talking about. You've distracted me so much. I know what an inning is. <laughs> but, oh, Tony Bosch. Okay. Tony Bosch was talking about because he, he got in trouble for injecting certain baseball players with steroids, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, pro performance enhancing drugs. So he had this protocol, but he's like, on this podcast, he said, what people don't realize, the name of the game in, in this art, it's about recovery. It's not to get all jacked. It's about rest and recovery to be able to be consistent with performance, to be consistent with that. And rest and recovery, um, it's funny because I've talked with Josh Cassidy a, a little bit about, you know, doing a podcast, maybe my next golf one, right? And because uh, yeah. he, he, he's going to be – we started doing stuff. He's, he's doing some stuff now too, especially with the LPDA and, and also trying to make the bills, you know, you know. COVID was hard on, on long drivers. I mean, we can get to that in a minute and what your thoughts are in the U.S. I just want to hear you being a friend that I know that will voice what he maybe sees what's going on from overseas, what your, what your perspective is. Because sometimes we get in our U.S. bubble, so I want to hear yours. Um, what was I saying? The very beginning, what was I saying? You were talking about recovery. Oh, yeah, rest and recovery. Um, that, that's the name of the game is learning how to rest and recover because Josh Cassie and I, that's, that's going to be our podcast. Cause when I went in there, I was like, dude, we went into the lift. He was like doing that. I was like, no, you don't. Where's your foam roller. Let's roll your feet. Where's your ice ball. Let's go get some PDLite. Let's go do this. He's like, Oh wow. 
all right, let's go sit in a hot tub. Now let's go cold shower, hot shower, cold shower in the morning. We control our brain. Started doing these things like that because that's all rest and recovery from your from the regular to your central nervous system all the way down to my fingers and joints. Ice and cold my hand because when you're in long drive, my, your hands get hurting, right? And your ribs and stuff. So rest and recovery, I think, is a vital, especially in that three-day it's like a short sprint of a 365 day season because you're hitting everything. That's so day true. Day. You know what I mean? It's just like a baseball yeah. season that way. So rest and recovery. What are some rest and recovery tricks that you have for hotel rooms? Cause, cause oh, the since it, yeah. So, so good. Cause this is, since this is kind of like a baseball mental teach your kids and also adults and parents, what they can do for their kids off the field what epsom salt bass you just fill it up with the bag yeah. the baggies that you get yeah. at walgreens okay yeah so obviously that, i use that one <laughs> yeah I, I love i love these epsom salt bass and actually uh moose hint of, was the hint of lavender told me about it lavender in it a hint of lavender before oh, you sure La some lavender to make it uh, nice and purple couple yeah? of candles Absolutely. around on the uh, call <laughs> yeah, mama sure. on the road call mama yeah, sure <laughs> then I turn on some nice music and then I call mommy. That's yes. what I do every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But actually my, my number one advice for athletes would be to trust a day you're doing nothing. It's so hard. It's so tough to do nothing. And I was actually struggling with doing nothing right uh, on one day and just well do some active recovery, take a walk. Right or whatever, eat well, but don't be active that day. And don't, uh, don't know, keep your heart rate under 100 that day or 90, right? Really low. And that sometimes feels like you're not working towards your goal, but you are by doing so, right? And that, that's really when on, on days that I was not working out like half a year ago or one year ago, I was getting nervous, like you got to do something about this, right? So late at night, I was still doing, putting, uh, yeah, just squeezing a workout in here and there or doing whatever, some core work or something. I had to do something, but now I'm comfortable doing nothing on days that require this. And that was actually so, so eye-opening for me. And um, yeah, since then, my, my performance just got better. Do you think that's a... Uh, uh... That's a good mental, especially with swings and only the stress of eight and dealing with the adrenaline and stuff. When you're doing that properly and you're finding yourself, because I know I, I, I call it getting to higher ground, right? Where I, sometimes I don't, I'll go for a walk, not high intensity or I'll do something, go for a drive and look at a waterfall up in the mountains or like objectively do something where it is nothing. Right. Yeah. And where I'm, it's like a thankful thing and, I'm taking care day of rest, if you will. Right. Yeah. Um, having that real day of rest. I feel like when I'm doing that properly, I can really do that. And if I'm have a lot of noise, I'm not hitting the ball well, or a lot of noise in other arenas of my life. I feel that practice is hard to do. Like what you said, you found it hard to do. And I found a kind of a, a good balance when that's happening in that arena the other thing it's the equal opposite thing right there and if you can kind of keep that balance i found like my my hitting and my performance stay the same you found the same with the with yeah the absolutely yeah absolutely so actually when i'm 
structuring my week or my months or whatever, right? Uh, when I'm planning out right now, I'm on a four months plan because I'm, I'm planning to compete in September. So let's hope that works out with traveling and everything. Yeah. But um, when I'm doing so, I always plan these recovery days. And there's a lot of these, right? right. And then simply doing those, executing a rest day, right? Is something that's just part of the plan. And that helps me to balance it out. Right. And sometimes I'm calling my parents. Don't know. Sometimes I'm just spending a day with myself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Getting uh, higher ground. Right? Something. Yeah. Something's yeah. good. Yeah. So I, I objectively do the same thing. And I think that's a lot of healthy habits and successful people. Again, why I wanted to be around you and why I think you do those. Cause it's, it's about your routines and rituals. Almost in everybody yeah. that I've been around in the clubhouse that's successful, I want to be around. Whether it's business, I want to be around. Obviously, around the grid and long drive, you were somebody I gravitated to want to be around along with respect uh, because of those qualities. When I'm competing, I'm out, those were my habits was to find myself around people like yourself. I know I, I did fluff your pillow a lot today. Um, but before we break, just because it's a worldly thing and it has so much to do with our our mental health, like with all the weird stuff and you do so much traveling, what's your perspective of the States and the coronavirus and our presidency and all that? Like, what's it? What, how do you, how well, do you, cause it, it affects you. Cause I guess when I had some businesses, trade work works now and where your trade work is you athlete doing a performance, right. And doing it so much traveling with golf and a professional athlete, make your money off of that. It does affect you. So how do how do you you know you're you're entitled? I think where the world is, we're so open. You're entitled to have opinion. What is that, and is it different from kind of us and our bubble here, and COVID? And how has it really been for you? It seems like I don't trust anything. So I like hearing people's opinions out of your mouth, literally. You know what I mean? A real person, instead of whatever yeah. media is on everywhere. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, um, I was following the news for a year since that pandemic right and then at some point i decided to leave it alone because nothing changed for so long and i was like well at some point i'll get my vaccine i just had it like two weeks ago and then uh, that makes traveling a lot easier and so on and so forth that's why why i wanted to get it as soon as possible right because that's probably your entry ticket for travel in the future, prevents right? and yeah so yeah, true. But when I when I was looking at uh, at the news like over the last year, there's Donald Trump has been on the German news almost every day, right? Because he said something special, right? And how he was, uh, yeah, doing things, managing things, right? And um, since uh, you have a new president, he I believe he's he's been on the news like five percent of of Donald Trump. Right, it's it's been completely uh, different. So there was a total change. So to probably for weeks now, the uh, U.S. and what happened in the U.S. also coronavirus-wise was was not on the news. Right. So from from what I've seen is, I was very jealous of some of you guys in the very beginning. So that was actually uh, how I, as a long drive athlete, saw it. Because very, very soon you had events again, right? You were hitting and you were outside, which was okay. And I think most of these guys also took all the precautions, but um, that's absolutely impossible right now 
in Germany. It's really? impossible because uh, if you would set up an event, you there would be a thousand people that would uh, stop you doing it, right? Uh, because they don't think it's just the their right their thing. their fear of it, their fear genuine yeah. fear of it over there, or the lack of knowledge, or just or culturally they don't think you should do it. So I, I believe it's a matter of jealousy. So mm -hmm. like uh, you, you shouldn't do something or you're not allowed to do this because I'm not allowed to do this, right? Okay. That's, and that's terrible because yeah. um, that affects everyone. And then basically everything stops, right? Everything stagnates because no one's actually moving. And that's what I was always jealous of. And I had to learn so many things about you, you Americans and uh, how you say things, how you write things, how you mean things sometimes, because as a German, when you go over to the US, you, you think uh, when you go to a restaurant, this is completely independent of coronavirus, right? You, you go to a restaurant, you believe that the waitress loves you. Okay. Because, she's, because she's being so nice to you and she's having a conversation with you. Correct. That's something that's not happening in Germany. Correct. Never. So the waiter serves the food, brings the check, you pay the check, done. Right? No small talk, no nothing. And that's something I had to learn because when I went to, to, to the restaurant for the very couple of first couple of times, right? <laughs> that, was, that was very funny because like, oh, they these guys really want to talk to me. And then at some point I realized like, okay, seems like that's just normal here right that people are having conversations that's so <laughs> awesome and, and i actually that's i mean that positive because i i love to have conversations i love to talk yeah, to people i love to get to know people right and that's why i love the u.s because that's so uncommon in, in germany and that's how that kind of reflects how our our whole society works right we're very right. very very strict we're very focused we're i mean our economy is is doing great and everything right very strict to to the detail and, and and so on but sometimes the everything bleeds over bleeds around, over you shouldn't yeah. be doing this if i'm doing this it bleeds yeah, over yeah yeah and that's that's terrible and i, and I simply hope that this changes right yeah. that at some point in september i can fly over we can have a conversation hopefully we yeah, can hopefully, have some sushi we can hit some balls i think overall as a world i think we've learned if some somebody goes crazy i feel like we've learned we've gotten closer to learning that we all need to be better. I think we got hit in the nose of like, I don't think anybody's prepared for that. So hopefully we all got kind of prepared, whether it's vaccinations or whatever, but who knows? That's, I, I guess, as yeah, the true. world world opens up on sports internationally, and then also just travel becomes more accessible because we can, our vehicles, our flights, heck, we're going to Mars possibly, Elon Musk soon. So, um, you know, hopefully Dude, we get it figured my passport, right? My, my passport expired three months ago and I didn't realize because oh, no. I didn't need it. I didn't need, I mean, oh, yeah. I got, I, I'm getting my new one next week, right? But I didn't realize because I, I didn't need it for, for two years. That, that, that's right? a thing and, that and you can let happen. <laughs> that's your lifeline. That's life so line. funny, actually. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I, well, I, you, you don't, you don't need, need a pass. You don't need a passport to be on, on the internet bro that's that's a the zooms and things <laughs> um uh you plan on doing any more lpda like uh stimulator events plan there, so, you might be where so, the public can hit against you and stuff are there events like that planned that you have 
that that would be awesome to to do it. It's very tough to compare when you're hitting on different machines, right? But what I think I heard I heard Bob yeah I heard Bobby had some LPDA stuff in the works to possibly do that, and then I I know that you guys were in. Like if anybody would have that overseas connection, I know that I figured it would be you and Bobby kind of connecting because you're kind of the uh, the pipeline, if you will, from over there to here for the long drive stuff. I know that. So. Yeah, we are. We are. But what they're doing is they're hitting on about golf and we don't have that over here. Right. So we have mostly foresight and trackman sims. Well, if we, but, if we uh, figure that out, if we can figure that out, I'm telling you what, I think like you said, if we just humble ourselves and work together, I don't know if it, those two Sims needs to get together, have it spot inserted and they get together. I don't know, but I think public yeah. would, it would be fun. I would still register every once in a while to see where I measure up with you guys, even though I'm out of the yeah, sport so, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, would buddy. But, but what about, what about the events in September? I mean, there's so many events coming up. There's, there's a world championship in a mesquite. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just an overall interest in what you guys are doing. Create revenue for you guys. I think all the good reasons why to help people create the energy of it using tech, right? And since you're at home, being able to hit off you in your lab right there, um, I think that's where long drives going to because you can almost educate why you do that. We'll give away your secrets. Those are guys that that don't believe in themselves or where they can go as coaches or anybody else if they don't want to keep getting better. So screw the haters. But uh, I think that's where it's going. I think people, ambassadors like yourself are, are going to help that. And you're, you're a good leader and a mentor. I, heck, I had a whole career of baseball. And, and to come in there to learn the things I did from some guy from Munich, Germany, you know, talking with his little – nut hugging pants on banana shirt <laughs> um and teach and teaching me how to visualize on the grid and how to look at the grid and speak my language at a high level like it was it was fun to get to be around you and, and to learn from you and and um you're that type you would you're how you are around the clubhouse matches justin turner right a teammate that i have your personalities you're infectious you make every like you you come to make everybody around you better. In doing so, you'll be better. And you full-heartedly believe that. Justin Turner's the same way. I think that's the that's the reason the Dodgers signed them. Um, so I guess one one teammate hitting guy around the uh, grid to another. I know you made me better, so I appreciate it. That's why I wanted to have you on early. I, like I said, I think Cassidy's probably going to kill me that I had you on before him. But... <laughs> He's going to send me a text probably. I know. It'll, it'll give him one more reason to want to beat you. That's what I want him to do. That's, I think, awesome. That's I, awesome. I, I keep telling him I, I think he is the one because he's an explosive athlete, physical body. Oh, yeah. He gets his nugget clicked, right? He's going to be up there with you and, and Berkshire. I really believe that. So uh, Josh, by far, was the fastest athlete at the World Championships. So he, he had the fastest club head speeds, but he simply didn't hit the ball. So that, that yeah, was, I think he, gets, he didn't center strike a single one. Yeah. But he's, he's so explosive. He's you the can fastest. see why he's I do tall, that. He's say that, right? Yeah. Yep. So he's, he's yep. that one. As soon as, soon as it like, clicks, which I don't think he's far off of, if he, if he, gets, if he gets a clicks – you, you're going to be looking over like, well, wait a minute. Did this big fella just figure it out? 
he'll be tapping on that shoulder. So, and I would love it. I, I know you would. It. I know you would. That's why also why I tell you, because you could appreciate it for all the, the right reasons. So, dude, I had fun. Um, obviously, I want to do this again. Uh, and hopefully when you come in town, if you do Ryan's event, I'm going to try to enter that one, the one here up in Salt Lake that he's doing up here. So I, I missed the one mesquite doing baseball tournaments, but I think I'm available on that one. So hopefully I see you out there. Cool. All right, buddy. I hope so, man. I hope so. Thanks for having me. It All was right. fun. All right. See you, buddy. Hey, and what are, uh, what's your, uh, social media stuff so people can check you out? Cause your content's really good if you're a golfer. Yeah. So my, my Instagram is Martin Bortmeier. That's Martin, like Martin and B O R G M E I E R. There you go. Check him out. He's got good stuff. He's funny. And his clothes are very stylish. And his beard, product, <laughs> his beard products always on point. <laughs> All right, bud. See you. That's true. Thanks, buddy. Goodbye. Cheers.